Hello everyone and welcome to Something Awesome Podcast. We are a podcast that likes to live on the corner of Nostalgic and You. And today we are back with episode two of season three. Yeah. Cheesy has been like, bro, Cheesy, when yeah. is it coming back? <laughs> when is it coming back? Uh, and I was like, dude, we're, we're going to come back. We're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. It's too hot in the summer to get together, man. Um, yeah. It's starting to cool off, though. I mean, it's kind of cloudy overcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little better. I say that. Looks like the sun's trying to peek out. Get your fucking... No, no, no. I need the sun <laughs> to come out for at least uh, 53 minutes when I walk later, because I haven't done my walk yet today. So. Oh, you didn't do your walk? No, I thought you no. did. Oh, okay. No, I got up and had to wake up first. I was like, well, this ain't happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I need the sun out for when I go walking later. Um, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it can go away. Then it can go then away. Then it can go away. Fuck yeah, the yeah. sun. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so Cheesy's have been harassing me about when's the show coming back, both on both of us on X, Twitter, whatever the fuck, and also messaging me in Discord and other places like, so when's it coming <laughs> back? When's it coming back? Um, yeah. One of the dudes I'm in the finish challenge with on Discord is like, hey, man, when's the show coming back? And I was like, think first week of September. I think first week of September. Yeah. And um, I was streaming uh, like a week and a half ago and I had mentioned that we recorded uh, the first episode of season three. Uh, catch up. Yeah, a catch up episode. And Ian from 616 Entertainment was in the stream and he's like, oh, podcast coming back? Hell yeah. So it's like, yeah, we're getting yeah, there. That, we're that, getting that, there. That, that makes my heart nice yeah. and warm and fuzzy. Yeah, um, another buddy of ours that's also from uh, Ian's uh, Discord. He's Doc Friday ninety seven on on YouTube. I think I found him on, on Twitch. Discord. Yeah, he yeah. comes and hangs out on the Twitch. Um, he's he's a young kid, but he's trying the YouTube thing, and dude pumps out a lot of content. So if you guys want to check out that, he does like a lot of Call of Duty stuff, skate stuff. It's funny because he's like he's fifteen. But he's playing games that came out before he was born. And he's like, These are the this is the shit I like. And it's all games that came out before he was even born. He's a cool kid though, so go check it's him funny. out too. Um Yeah. Uh yeah, the, the podcast should be up now, obviously, since it's episode two. Right. Um that took a while, but uh but yeah, I'm trying to uh to add uh, captions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're telling me about that. Uh, that's a real big thing that I've been wanting to try to to do and now that adobe has auto captions for it mm-hmm. it's pretty good but i've been having an issue for some reason it doesn't split the tracks for oh. two different audios um no now that i just said that i think i figured out the workaround is i have to split our tracks the one track because i know we record right. one here but i think yeah. if i split those tracks then i could oh then i could add the two perhaps it's a dumb workaround so what you're saying is that we need to get a mixer and two microphones I'm that's exactly a... what i'm saying <laughs> subscribe to our patreon yeah right <laughs> <laughs> don't worry we're not those guys no no just share this yes to whoever you think might like share this. it wherever that, that's that's really all that matters i used to say about the old podcast if you don't like us Share us to somebody anyway and make them feel the same misery you felt. Like yeah. Just either, <laughs> right. either share us because you love us or share us because you hate us. I don't care. That is correct. Um, so, yeah, I'm so glad to be getting back into this. Um, yeah. You know what's funny? When I approach editing, uh, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to edit. And then I get into the zone and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck, I forgot to eat. Or, oh, <laughs> shit. 
I forgot this. Yeah. And then I have so much fun with it. I always forget that. I got to remind myself that because sometimes it, like I kind of did this last minute, to be honest, the editing. Uh, for episode one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then once I got into the zone, I'm like, all right, yeah, it's, it's good. It's yeah, good. no, I, I totally get that, man. I to- that's why I always tell you there's no pressure whatsoever. Like, yeah. none That's how all. you might see it, like, the first, like, uh, half hour, maybe 45 minutes looks really nice, clean cut. The last <laughs> is going to be like, it's like that picture with the horse drawing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how my editing goes like oh fuck it like, masterpiece nobody watches Stick people just you. listen yeah if you watch let me know in the comments yeah, yeah yeah otherwise i'm just gonna keep doing what yeah like i said no pressure it doesn't have to be crazy like yeah 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 like every once in a while though like if you call something that i like yeah um i think should be there then, right. I'll, then I'll. oh yeah, yeah that makes sense but just because like reference you know i mean it doesn't have to be like the old podcast where like if we're talking about something you'd minimize us and have like trailer playing in the background and shit like none of that's necessary all that is i'm done with that yeah it was cool but it's unnecessary unless unless we have uh uh contributing viewers then i'm like (laughs) like, "Ah, okay i gotta do this for them yeah 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 but right now there's no pressure so i like that also i think that the way we do this and the way we intended the original podcast to be, which it was for the first couple of years, was audio only. Like, oh, right. Audio it's only. an audio podcast first. Uh, the video is strictly because uh, having it live on YouTube is like a redundancy backup for having the audio live on whatever server we're using, whether it be Spotify for podcasts or right. wherever it may be. Like, it's it's kind of a redundancy. It's like an archive yeah. for us. yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, yeah, because I also wanted to video edit too, and that right. really helped me out. And yeah, yeah, all that out. Um, you know, big inspiration was you know all those beginning podcasts we used to listen to. Oh, dude, dude. Um, which kind of brings me into like what you were talking about yeah, earlier off yeah. air. Um, one so of our biggest influences for anybody who has I don't know. Uh, we've talked a, l- a little bit about it before. Um, on one of these episodes that uh one of the podcasts that really inspired us early on was dignation which was hosted by kevin rose and alex albrecht and Dude, that was uh, like 20 years ago now shut the fuck up oh my 2003 God. right yeah. like 2003 or 2004 yeah holy shit dude <sighs> yeah we're old so uh that was one of the ones that really inspired us uh to the point where the first idea for a podcast Rick and I had was the opposite of what they were doing. They were doing a show called Dignation, which was based around the social news site dig.com, where they would talk about the top five or 10 stories uh, on dig.com. And my idea, our idea was, what if we talk about the bottom 10 stories on dig.com, the ones that nobody's reading yeah. or seeing or hitting the like button on? Let's talk about those ones. That would be funny. Uh, but shortly after that, uh, my wife got pregnant and we had a, our first child and I was like, yo, I can't do anything right now. <laughs> um, right. and then, you know, a few years later we got our ass off our shoulders and figured out a way to attack a podcast the way we wanted to. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, about a week ago I had a dream that we were filming and recording a podcast with Kevin and Alex, like at a. Like with a professional set and at like this nice V-shaped table to where we were like looking at each other, but still looking at the camera and they were on one side and we were on the other. And I was like, (laughs) this is so weird. I got to tell Rick about this. And then I forgot to tell Rick. And then when I got here today, I was like, oh, dude, you'll never guess. 
So I just thought that was kind of a funny story, considering that was like the podcast that you and I, one, kind of our friendship sparked and we bonded yeah. over, number yeah. one. Number two, we wanted to do something like that. And three, here we are, shut your mouth, 20 years later. And like, I'm still like, wouldn't it be fucking cool if we could talk to Kevin and Alex? <laughs> we both have met them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I met Alex a few times. Yeah, yeah. A couple yeah. times or so. Uh, Kevin, I think I only met once. At the, uh, at the LA show. The, the yeah. first LA show. Oh, so I yeah. met him at the one you ended up not going to. Yeah. The one I went to with my brother. And he didn't show yeah. up. And LeVar Burton was there. And you were like, what? Yeah. I was like, yeah, see? That's what happens, Rick. That's what happens. Yeah, and then I was supposed to go to the last Ignition show, too. But that was when I was unemployed and wasn't able to make it. <laughs> then, then they were going to do... Uh, they did like a crowdfunded they were gonna do like a crowdfunded one remember i don't remember that and it was gonna be in san diego and you and i both oh that's right it, yeah yeah yeah. it was gonna be like comic-con weekend one year that's right and it was like 10 years later or something like that and then they ended up getting canceled and i was like no damn it they should come back and do a 20 year they one they should come on alex God, when did that so 20 years might be 2004 because in 2003 Kevin was still working at yeah he was G4 Big, was yeah that he didn't I don't think he left until 2000 late he 2004 left later yeah yeah but Alex was the one that stuck around for quite a bit right um Alex mm -hmm. did like guest hosting stuff after that yeah uh, he was like a correspondent or something yeah idea. but yeah that would be super cool to see those guys again Oh wait, no, I I my bad. I messed up. It wasn't two thousand three. I thought it was two thousand three. No. I think maybe the site might have came out. Dig might yeah. have been out on this I think it was like two thousand five. It says here yeah, it says July first, two thousand five. Yeah. Was the first uh, okay. episode. Okay. So, so that's only You got two you got a year and a half. Two years. Alex and Kevin do a twenty year reunion. That'd be dope. Eighteen years. Like, ago. That first episode, starting with can legally smoke and gamble. Uh, that first episode of Dignation started with this is the era, guys. It started with um, they didn't have a theme song yet, so what they used was the audio of Peter Griffin singing Rock Lobster from Family Guy. Is it rock oh, yeah, that was, was rock the lobster. first episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then even to the point where the first video didn't come out till like the week after the first. The first episode came out and it was audio only. And it hadn't been edited or posted yet. And then it got posted on YouTube on the Revision 3 channel. And then, like, it was, like, the flagship show for Revision 3. Yeah. And then there was so many shows that came after that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man. Uh, total of... I lost it. But, yeah. Uh, I like this here. The video format. QuickTime, Flash, WMV, oh. XVID. Yeah. Because, uh... <clears throat> the way to get it through video was, was you, through iTunes. iTunes, yeah. Yeah, so it was the Apple proprietary format. Yeah. And I believe all the episodes are on Internet Archive right now. I'm sure they are. I bet. Uh, I bet they're on YouTube also. They're probably on YouTube. Not uh, all of them. Unless they took them down. Um, I know a few of them are definitely still there, like the majority of them. But okay. like the first few episodes, they're a little bit harder to find. 
Really? Yeah, and I, I but I found them on okay. Internet Archive. Gotcha, just gotcha. Dignation. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I love that show, man. That was those guys yeah. just, and it wasn't even the content; it was just their it was just a their interaction. Yeah, because yeah. usually when you watch something, you watch it for the person. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for the content as well too. But usually, it's the person who's hosting. Yeah, that you come back for, like yeah, us. You would was... want to come back to continue listening yeah, that was, to us. That was pre YouTube by like maybe a oh, year, that's... right? A year or two. No, YouTube came out in 05. 05? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I think it didn't come out until the Super Bowl. So maybe it came out after. Okay. Yeah, because Super Bowl is what, usually February? Uh, Yeah, last weekend of January, early first weekend of February. February yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the whole thing, the whole YouTube started was because of the Janet Jackson video. That's right. Remember, he wanted to, up, he wanted to upload the, the video of the yeah. Timberlake Janet Jackson video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So go back and check out some Dignation, guys. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah. Especially if you if you look at the stories that were the the top Doug stories on Dig in the first couple of months and, and first year or so, it was all like the most random shit, like the reanimated dogs and all that. Remember that shit? Like yeah. And yeah. then then it became really tech heavy. Then yeah. Yeah, iPhone. There's a lot of uh, uh, fun animation too, kind yeah. of like home, home Star Runner type stuff on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tech it did come came, became a lot. real tech heavy in like the the following years, you know, with Apple and the iPhone and BlackBerry yes, having their problems yeah. and all that stuff and smartphones. The all Justine that. video with the giant bill. Yeah, <laughs> giant iPhone bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, good times, good times, it's simpler times. She's still making videos. Is she really? Yeah, she's wow. the OG with no controversy or nothing. Just still making videos, no, review uh, products, no ukulele videos on the internet, no ukulele <laughs> videos. Justine, yeah. no, no, she's killing it. She's really doing a good job. Good for her, man. Yeah, um, I still watch her content. To this nice, day. dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, usually I watch I Justine and like Marquise. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, Brown. Um, I, I check him out when a big tech, thing big comes, tech out. comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He recently did a whole, this video on uh, Android and, and uh, iOS. Okay. And uh, to see technic not technically, but like which one's better and like oh the God. way that yeah. uh, user the feature friendly, user friendly. Beneficially, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't finish the video. It was really long. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but uh android was definitely coming out on top if if anything man that dude cares about his content he puts, oh, he a, lot he puts a lot of work into work it. into it and i don't know i i'm sure he's at a point where somebody else is editing and taking care of all that oh but yeah when it he comes has to research and the writing of it and the opinion of it like that dude you can tell he cares yeah yeah, the one video I did watch of his was his uh, solar panel videos for his home and okay. the Tesla solar panels, and uh, he went into fucking detail to the watts and shit. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and uh, it, he he said for where he lives, which is in New Jersey, mm -hmm. um, he he could finish paying it off. I think within the five years or or less, he says, uh, because of how much he's saving and how yeah. much it puts back into the grid too. Yeah, that's pretty dope, man. No, anyways, yeah. We can move on. Back to the, the topic at hand for today's episode. Today's uh, topic. We are going to be talking about one of Rick and mine's favorite video games. Uh, yeah. A game that we 
spent over 50 hours in and got the platinum trophy together by cheesing it a little bit so we didn't have to do it for real uh but we're gonna talk about saints row the third today right and i recently played through it last summer i played through it and then uh i was like hey we should do an episode about saints row and then you were like oh that'd be fun and then you sent me like a video of you Getting to the sing-along part, <laughs> which we'll talk about here in a few. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So I actually played through it again. Uh, just the main story. I didn't do any of the side stuff this time. I just mainlined mm-hmm. it and got it done in like three sittings, which was hilarious. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 didn't get, I didn't get a chance to finish it. <laughs> yeah, I figured you'll be fine, dude. We spent so much time in it the first time. Um, what was it, 80 hours? 50 is what we had to spend to get the trophy, the final trophy. It was like spend 50 no, hours. No, I, I think I put in 80. Did you put about, yeah, yeah okay. Do the extra stuff. Yeah, yeah. All the extra like uh, insurance frauds and the tank missions and the yeah. assassin missions and all that stuff, yeah. Um, we played the PS4, quote, remaster or whatever. Uh, and I, I like being able to say this because it's uh, when... When Uncharted came out with their with the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection or whatever, and I played the first game, I was like, oh, this looks how I remember it. And then I went and looked at videos of the first game and I was like, ooh. All right, <laughs> oh, I guess yeah. I guess it didn't look as good as I thought it did. And uh it was the same with, with Saints Row the Third. Initially when I booted it up last year and I put it on, I was like, Man, this looks how I remember it. And then I went and looked at videos and I was like, ugh. All right, that's right. It was a PS3 game. Holy shit. Um, I was thinking the same thing too when I fired it up. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like that's a good thing because that means they did a lot of work to it, but it also means that it's still recognizable as the thing you love. It's not a complete overhaul where everything is changed and nothing is feels familiar. It still feel feels familiar. So like looks wise. You know, having it run at a steady 60 frames and having it look as clean and sharp as it does and um, the physics being what it is and not compromising the ga- feel of the gameplay, I thought yeah. was was really cool. Um, it's it's a hard line to, to walk when you do a, quote, remaster or remake because you can do what uh, some companies do and, like, rebuild it from the ground up, but then you change the physics, you have to change mechanics, you have to... Like it, everything ends There's up so having to change yeah. and it doesn't feel familiar anymore. Uh, and I think they did a really good job with this port. Yeah, that's what that's how I felt when I was playing. I was playing the uh, remastered uh, PC version, at least. Yeah, because um, I got it for free on Epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I was playing that version. Uh, load time was fast, obviously, because it's an older game. Yeah. So, like, it was really cool. Like, I can open the door and like, yeah, just, like two yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the handling felt just like it did back then, just with some little improvements here and there to make it a little bit more uh digestible when when you're moving about and trying to get those headshots. Yeah, um, I definitely found it a lot easier once I got into the groove of it, uh, to get those headshots because you need a certain amount of headshot counts. Yeah, it's like um, 250 or something, something like that. Like that. Yeah, um, driving in, in it too, like each car still has that, uh specific mechanics to yeah, it they which i thought was amazing they all is, feel different yeah. the little tiny smart car to the like rolls royce like looking car and then the big trucks the trucks like, yeah they yeah. all feel different it's great they all feel like they, like the car that they are the only 
The only vehicles in the original game and the remaster that I still hate driving are the motorcycles because they just feel completely unwieldy. Like, oh yeah, the motorcycle <laughs> is just like it's, it's yeah. maddening to drive. It's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the Tron cycle is pretty cool when you when you unlock um, it though. Yeah, I didn't even get that far, but uh, I love that Tron cycle. Yeah, yeah. When I the first time I played it, I made my character look like Olivia Wilde from Tron Legacy. Nice. That was, that was about the time the movie came out, I believe. About the same time, seven, two thousand eight ish. I think when the was first it? one came out. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, well, oh, wait, Uncharted, maybe two thousand eleven. Oh, two thousand eleven. Eleven okay. sounds right. Um. Yeah, because I made my character look like Olivia Wilde from Tron. Uh, and then I got so excited to get the cycle, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yes. Um, which is a good movie. Yeah, oh, it by is. The way. It's all right. Shit, I wasn't supposed to say that. Uh, you could say that. Oh, it's okay. whatever. Um, Edit it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I made the character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely like still want to continue playing it because I just oh, yeah. love the... The writing, the dialogue, uh, the amount of detail for creating your character. Yeah. Like, it's still uncanny. Yeah. Like, it's insane just how detailed you could make it. Um, so, like, I tried this time around. Uh, I tried to make my character look like uh, the Mark Ruffalo Incredible Hulk. Oh, okay. Um, and I did an okay job. Right, I mean, right. I got to the point where I'm like, all right, I give up. Yeah. But for the most part, I put in a good like hour and a half into it to try to make it as best I can. Yeah. And I'll put a picture here and you let me know in the comments. Uh, but yeah, I made him green and everything. I thought it was really cool. That's pretty funny. Um, I'm going to hate myself for this because I know who it is. But the voice. The male voice? The first male voice. Oh, uh, it's Troy Baker. It is. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. I was like, that's Troy Baker. Yeah. So when I played it last year... Um, I wasn't necessarily anti Troy Baker, but I was kind of down on some of the things he had been saying. I was like, ah, come on, Troy, you're better than that. So what I did was I made my character, uh, I used the Troy Baker voice, but I also made the character to look like Troy Baker, but I made him look like, uh, pretentious hipster Troy Baker that he had kind of turned into (laughs) a couple years ago. Uh, so it was pretty funny, uh, to see him walking around looking like Troy Baker and then having the voice come out that's Troy Baker. But yeah, this time I made a female character uh, this time around. So That's funny. You're going to swap I'll, it. Yeah, I'll, well, because there's a trophy for playing as both uh, genders uh, oh, really? for two hours. you got to play two hours as each male and female. Wow. Um, you can play an alien too. Yeah. Right, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, maybe no. Maybe that's four. I think that's oh, I think four. That is four. Yeah. yeah, I think they added more stuff in four. Yeah, yeah. they did. I yeah. don't know if my... Because at the end, after I beat the game, I switched to a female character. So I could go for that trophy. And then I, I don't know if my original save from last year... If it's if it's the Troy Baker looking character, I'll I'll send you a picture. But yes. I, don't, I don't think it is anymore, which is kind of a bummer. But yeah, I could just try to recreate him, I guess. But I don't mm-hmm. know. Which uh, total, like... Sidetrack real quick. Yeah, I made a folder in our Dropbox or our Google Drive uh-huh. to put any assets for anything that you talk about. Gotcha. And you drop it in there, and I can pull them out, and I can. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, go on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this time I made a female character and I used uh, the first voice, which I think is Laura Bailey. So it's like Troy Baker and Laura Bailey, which is great. 
I don't know if that was Laura Bailey. I th- I'm pretty sure it's her that does the mm-hmm. main female voice. Um, I could look it up, but I won't. We don't fact check here. No, we don't. Uh, cut to Rick editing and probably putting it right there. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was like really fun to go back and play through that story again. And to play through the story this time, just playing the story and not worrying about the side stuff. Uh, just doing the mission. Yeah. Going yeah. Through it. yeah. And, and, you know, you do end up like the majority of the story missions are okay, you got to talk to Pierce and then you got to do this mission for Pierce and he's showing you how to do insurance fraud. Then he's showing you how to do the assassinations and then you get Kinsey and she's showing you how to do the hacking thing and the Tron cycle stuff. And then you get uh, Oleg, who's the big Russian guy and you got to do some loyalty missions for him. So like the meat of the game is them showing you everything the game has to offer and then you doing a big story mission. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know, I just feel like that's, this is where um, my take on these games kind of, uh, I won't say upsets people, but differs from other people. Mm-hmm. I think Saints Row the Third is the best version of Saints Row. Um, I really enjoyed playing the first game when it came out on 360. Well, way back in the day, because it was an Xbox 360 exclusive then. And never came out anywhere else but Xbox 360, uh, which is crazy. Um... But that game was fun, but it was like Grand Theft Auto Lite. Grand Theft Auto Lite? Yeah. yeah. It was a much smaller map, much more condensed thing. Um, your missions were repetitive, kind of like they can be in Saints Row the Third. And it was like, here, go kill these guys, go do this, then come back and we'll move the story forward. Um, the second game didn't force you it wasn't like now go do this now go do this but it had a respect system where it was like well you have to go and earn respect to unlock this next story mission and a lot of people really liked that game saints row 2 and i think the story of that game is really really good when you get to the story chunks of that game it's really good but there's so much busy work in between that it, it, it really takes you out of the con- takes me out of the continuity of the story. I won't say you or generalize it because it's just me, apparently. And I feel I've like never played. I feel games. like in Saints Row the Third, they did the perfect middle ground where it was like, OK, you're going to have to do one of every of these missions. But guess what? We're going to frame it in the context of the story. You're going to talk to Kinsey and she's going to say, hey, I'm going to put you in this simulation. And you've got to knock down these firewalls so I can hack into the Deckers mainframe and figure out where they are so we can then go kill the Deckers. So it, it kind of puts everything all together and makes it cohesive rather than, no, you can't do shit in the story until you earn some respect. Like, I didn't like that aspect of 2. Um, and I know a lot of people love 2, and that's fine. But I think 3 is the, the perfect middle ground of contextualizing all the side stuff once and then leaving it open for you to continue it, or you going through the story. Uh, there's like territory takeovers where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. if you do all of the side stuff in this territory, you take it over for the saints, and then you get discounts on all the shops and stuff in there. And that's cool too, but it's completely unnecessary to do if, if you don't want to do it to finish the story. So I do like the choice that the third Saints Row the Third gives you. Yeah, yeah, I, re- I remember when we first... Uh... We did review it on the podcast. Um, or we talked about it. Maybe? We, you and I talked about it for sure. Bryce yeah. never got to it because that year was Uncharted three, and that year was 
Twi uh, Zelda Skyward Sword. And you and I were like, man, Bryce, if you would have just played a few <laughs> hours of Saints Row the Third, it would have been our collective That's show right. game of the year. That's right. I it remember, ended up being yeah. Uncharted, which we aren't mad about. Of course, yeah. But should have been Saints Row the Third. <laughs> um, I totally forgot where I was going with that. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, what were we saying? We're saying respect and that shit. I totally yeah. forgot. What I was gonna say. Wow. Fuck. There that, we go. That happens. Um, yeah. 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 So we were saying I was talking about the respect stuff, and then saying that I find that like a more palatable way of doing it, and that's when you said something, and then yeah, we got off on track. Off track. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> I, totally, I totally forgot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, mission structure-wise, I think the game is is really well put together. Saints Row the Third. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say now. Go ahead. Uh, I remember when we were talking about that yes. uh, back then. Um, I remember how you said like the first two were like definitely a warm up to making this third game mm -hmm. because of how they integrated some of the, the how they integrated or found the best stuff out of the first two yeah. and implemented it into the third game. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I remember that's one of the main key things you said in, in the old podcast. Was yes. That. And, uh, I still believe that to this I, day. But there you go. You still believe <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that was one of the things I took away because I did say that. I did try playing, I think it was the second one. Yeah. Or maybe the first one. I don't remember. It was probably the second probably one. The second because one. I think, uh, I can't remember, but Saints Row 2 didn't come to PS3 until way later because 1 and 2 were on Xbox only at one point. At, at, at mm. the beginning and i think it was, was it was the second one. i think it was when you bought four you got a copy of two if you bought yes, the complete edition happened. of four that's what happened on ps3 um which well, yeah i tried playing it and i i just couldn't yeah like, i couldn't get through it um uh i think i only put like maybe about four hours into it before i kind of gave up on it yeah uh just because like this felt a little bit more. That one at least felt a little bit more like constricted. Yeah, I, and it was so hard to. What I think is hilarious about that is like the reason you and I bounced off of Saints Row Two is because they force you to do it's the side yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's that's. But that's but Saints Row Three, we. It's like integrated. We well, but yeah, the first mission of all the side stuff. But we did everything in that game. And like willingly did everything in that game, but when we tried to play two, we were like, "Man, fuck this, making us do all this shit." Like it's 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 just the con the way you frame the concepts in the game, like yeah. can Don't really tell us what to do. Yeah, <laughs> it can really put you off, or it can really pull you into the world. And uh, I I like the idea of the respect system in in Saints Row Two, but it in Saints Row Three it was like, okay, here's Pierce telling me a mission we have to do and why we need to do it. And even though it's side stuff. And then he says, yo, man, there's more assassinations in the city. If you want to, you know, get more respect and get more this and do more of that, go for it. But let's let's get going. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I noticed with the third one, too, is. I felt the first when I first played it. Um, uh, the respect bar meter, like I felt like it went a lot quicker. Uh Compared to when I'm playing it now, because now when I'm playing, or maybe it's because I'm not doing on-site missions, I don't That's know. That's exactly why. That's probably yeah. why, yeah. Yeah. I felt like the respect was a lot harder to get, because yes. it was, like, I like I just completed, like, 
four missions yeah. and like barely move. You're like, I need to get to 25 so I can get the uh, unlock the unlimited sprint or whatever the hell. And it's yeah. like, oh, fuck. Well, now I got to do all the side stuff to do that. Yeah. So, so it's obviously rigged that way. Which, oh, yeah. Which is nice, I guess. Um, that keep the person playing the game. Yeah. But yeah, I did notice that big difference was that like, like, like I completed like four missions and I barely hit the respect thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah, I was getting tired of the sprint. Like Kim Renew. <laughs> I think right. by the end of the main story, because uh, I didn't do any extra side stuff, I just did the mandatory stuff during the story. But by the end of the main story, I think I was like respect level 21 or 22. Whereas, like, I think you and I, before we completed the game, the story, we got to respect 50 so we could have everything unlocked. So, like, the last third of the game, you and I were unlimited ammo and unlimited sprint mm -hmm. and taking no damage and no ragdoll physics and. Playing as a fucking toilet with machine with electric machine guns and running around in Steelport as a goddamn toilet is hilarious still to God. this day. I, if you haven't played this game, you need to play this game. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. In all the sense. Yeah, yeah. The costumes you can buy and wear, the customization. Um, mm -hmm. You can dress as a dominatrix. <laughs> dress uh, as a gimp. You dress as a gimp. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty so good. it's so much fun running around yeah. in that game. Um, yeah, that's kind of just a ma major overview. I want to talk about some of the characters, um, like Pierce, who is from the older games, and Shandi, who's from the older games. But then you get uh, Kenzie, who's your tech nerd, and you get Oleg, who is your big Russian brute, uh, and my favorite character. And man, is it completely indicative of the time. But Zemus who is a pimp who speaks with the voice box and it's auto-tuned. So everything he says is auto-tuned. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I love that character. It's, it's so ridiculous, but it's so indicative of the time. That was right in, that was right at the point where every song, every hit song on the radio was using auto-tune in some way, shape, or form. But it was also at the same point where everybody was fucking sick of auto-tune on every song mm -hmm. on the radio. And they make this character who speaks in a singing kind of way and it's all auto-tune. And it kind of made you appreciate it and like it again. Uh, but yeah, Zemus is one of the best characters in that game. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that character. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. Yeah. I do remember that time. Everyone was so tired of it. Yeah, uh, Jay Z had that song "Death of Auto Tune" that came out, and like, I was like, "Yeah, thank you. Please get rid of it." And then I play Saints Row, and and it's funny because he's a pimp with a giant gold microphone, and he holds the microphone up to his throat to talk, yeah. and it's like a big, gigantic. It's so good, man. It's good. Yeah, yeah. My favorite character, of course, was the techno Kenzie. Oh yeah. Um, all the hacking stuff, like that was just, oh, that was so much fun. I remember the firewall breaking down. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's like one of my favorite things in video games is doing when you do have when you have to do all the hacking stuff, especially yeah. like in the um, Spider-Man games mm. when mm -hmm. you have to do either the the microbiology stuff yeah. or or the uh, systems where you got to turn the knobs and things like that. Yeah. And you have all those kind of like same kind of ideas with this one. 
to uh, all the way at the firewall. If I remember, you just get in a tank and start shooting yeah. down walls or something. Uh, there's that. And then there's also the one where you're like in the Tron looking tube and, and Tron you're on a bicycle yeah, right. on a bike going around there's and knocking two. walls down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's so Those good. were the fun ones. Yeah. Uh, anytime I get to jump into that virtual world. Yeah, the ones that still suck and sucked back then were the helicopter mis- missions. I have one Hell Assault mission left to do to get that trophy. And God, it fucking sucks. Oh my God, does it suck. Yeah. I forgot how poorly the gun controls are when you're in the helicopter. Because you're never in the right place. And you have to really anticipate where you're going to be. Like, you have to go through it several times so you know exactly where everybody's going to come through and spawn so you can take them out. Yeah, I did that first one where you went to, like, guard Pierce in the helicopter. Yeah. Uh, As soon as I started, I'm like, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, God, I think I only have one left on my other save. I'm at 89% complete of everything on, on on the other save. I think this one, when I finish the story, just going straight through... I think it was only 23% or 22%. It was really low. Mm. Uh, Just like any open world game like Grand Theft Auto, you can finish that game with like 22% completion of everything in the world. So the completion rate is not just the story, it's of everything. Okay, all right. So if you said you got to about 12 or 13%, like that's like about halfway through the main it's story. Yeah. It's, I feel like there's still a lot more. Unless I just don't remember the game being that long. It's it's not that long. The main story is not that long. It was only long because we did everything you could possibly I mean, that, do. That would make a lot more sense, yeah. And then you and I... Uh, I remember, yeah, because when I've like revisited like the first Uncharted, I, forget, like, I, went, I burned through that so quickly yeah. when I replayed it. Then with Saints, um, similar to like how we treated Burnout, you and I treated Saints Row the Third like Burnout, where we would just join up in a in a yeah, map and we would just drive cool. around and hang out. Yeah, the co op aspect of this game was so much fun. Yeah. Dude. Oh man, we played everything that was co op on that yeah. together. Yeah, there's a trophy for. There's also a trophy for stealing yeah. all of the cars. Like, there's a list of cars to steal, and the last one is a military car. And in order to get the military car, you got to assault the military base and get like a level five wanted level before that car comes out. Then you got to steal the car and take it back to your base and hopefully you make it without them blowing up. But after you finish the game, if you go a certain way in the story, you unlock being able to spawn call to spawn the military vehicle that you need. So I was like, Rick, join my game, spawn the military vehicle. I'll steal it, and you have to watch my back because they're going to come after me as soon as I... And so we did that for each other, where then I called and spawned it and had to watch his back while he was running. And it took us a while still to even get that one because as soon as you get into the car, you get full wanted level, and everybody just swarms you. And it's like, Right, that's right. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. That was difficult. Yeah. God, I want to go back and get that platinum again because I have the platinum on PS3. And I'm playing the PS5 version of the remaster right now. So I, I definitely want to go back and try to finish that and get the platinum in it again. That'd be fun. You just start playing on PlayStation again. <laughs> go up again. <laughs> I mean, if you do, I can join you and we can really motor through those missions because there's no difficulty trophy. So we could just right, put on yeah. these as difficulty and just breeze through it. That's true. Yeah. Just for funsies. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a it's a fantastic game, man, and like all the characters are super fun, and the writing is is witty. It, it's it's goofy now. And goofy. Um, yeah. 
that game sits in a bubble and it sits in that 2011 bubble and it sits there perfectly and it's exactly indicative of what we were tired of at the time and it took those things and it made fun of that and then made them fun again where like there's a car customization and they kind of like ah you don't this is old and tired but there's a trophy for customizing like 50 cars or something like that and the more you do and you can get unlimited nitrous for any car in the game which is fucking hilarious when you're driving like the big cement truck and you're speeding (laughs) down the freeway in the big cement truck (laughs) Uh, with NOS p- blasting the entire way. You can get NOS in airplanes. You can get NOS on the jet bikes. You can get... And everything is My just... My favorite was the smart car. Because yes. you could barely control the thing once it started going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just... It took conventions of open world crime action games like GTA that we were all kind of bored mm-hmm. of at the time. And it kind of flipped it on its head. And it's like, you're going to do the same exact shit that you're tired of, but we're going to make it fun. It felt like... Playing, uh, playing uh, Saints Row the Third felt like playing San Andreas with all the cheats on. Yes, that's exactly what they were going for. That's what Saints Row Two was. Also, it was like because Saints Row Two came out at the same time as Grand Theft Auto Four, and Grand Theft Auto Four took out all of the the jetpacks and took out all of the crazy stuff that was in San Andreas because that was the last Grand Theft Auto game before Four was San Andreas, right. and so they stripped everything that was quote fun about san andreas out of gta 4 and then when saints row 2 came out like their whole ad campaign was why do something boring when it can be ridiculous and would show somebody (laughs) on a jetpack and big old fucking bazookas and unlimited ammo on the cannons and all that so like that was their whole vibe was like let's do the opposite of what gta is doing right now so we can get that other part of the audience and yeah that's what they did with two and three it was like let's make this completely ridiculous and then saints row four is just uh crackdown but better for original xbox 360 if anybody played Mm. crackdown it was a really fun game where there was like agility orbs and you had to collect them and the more you collected the more powerful you got and in saints row four they did that same kind of mechanic where there was shards in the world that you had to collect and you could jump taller than buildings and you didn't need cars anymore because you could run super fast like it just gave you superpowers it was yeah saints row 4 is another fun one that we need to go back and revisit but i never finished it yeah i'll have to play it because i've never finished it um saints row 4 also has uh anthony birch ashley birch and their dad are in it remember yeah you you're the one that told me about that they're in it as characters they were dlc as characters oh that's right and you could call them to come and help you in gang wars and stuff and they would talk totally forgot about that. like they do like they did on hey ask what you play and it was too funny man yeah yeah because that was their game of the year yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah they ended up being in saints row 4 which is great Uh, that one i have on playstation that one yeah that one i don't have on pc i have that one on playstation also on ps4 i'll have to Download it to my PlayStation. Yeah. Um, five. I should be able to. I can download yeah. it for, for Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it'll be for PS4. <clears throat> yeah. 
almost forgot about the like is this backwards compatible yeah. or not <laughs> we, with all ps4 stuff it is as long uh, as it's on the system like, but not ps3 you can't yeah. you still can't play ps3 games which i think is fucking garbage now ps3 was its own bubble they're of... they're getting there apparently with emulation they're getting there but it's wow. like it's on a game by game basis where they have to. I thought that would have already been like cracked. No, it's just the way the processor was. So there is an emulator out there that plays games, PS3 games, just not very well. Sony is working on trying to get that working properly so they can start adding PS3 games to download instead of just streaming. Because right now with PlayStation Plus Extra, the highest or premium, the highest tier, you can stream a lot of ps3 games but that's terrible it doesn't feel good and they want to be able to get them running natively and like some games work some games don't it's a game by game basis they have to tweak the settings of the emulator to like because just depend just the way yeah. the processor was on ps3 was weird yeah and that was the sucks. time that was the time yeah it was ps3 was the time yeah. i'm so glad they ditched that complicated architecture for basically a budget pc in a box now <laughs> i mean well, yeah pretty much uh i think technologically I, th I thought it was very interesting yes very because of what it can do yeah it was just so much power that like you know what to do with I mean, it uncharted like, uncharted 2 uncharted 3 the first last of us like those games you couldn't yeah. get you couldn't get those on xbox because they were taking advantage like even though they're first party games yeah. there was no way those games would run on xbox there's no way yeah um, is the Metal Gear Solid games on the PlayStation Premium Ooh. Plus Extravaganza, whatever you want to call it? I don't know, but they just came out with that collection. It's the NES Metal Gear games, Metal Gear Solid, um, Metal Gear Solid 2, and Metal Gear Solid 3, all in one collection. Oh. And uh, Metal Gear Solid, they've they've they have they're gonna do a remaster of, of three, three. Yeah. like a remake of three. Yeah, they're doing that too. But until then, they're coming out with like they're calling it the Master Collection, and it's called Volume One. So there's gonna be a Volume you, Two. Yeah, yeah. Hold you over for now. Yeah. So my <laughs> my theory is that on Volume Two will be like the PSP games, the Vita game, and Metal Gear Solid Four might the be on that second one. Right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that fourth game was so. Yeah, I just I wish my PS3 my PS3 is in a working order. It's just not very reliable because the fan starts kicking on, and like I would but I would love to play Metal Gear Solid Four again right now. But I know that just that fucking forty five minute install process that PlayStation would be like, <laughs> it'd want to die. So yeah. I'm not even gonna attempt it. Um, but yeah, man, Saints Row Saints Row the Third is is one of those games that is just. Uh, it's a time and place. It, it definitely lives in a bubble. I think if you try to compare it to modern games, you'd be really sad. You'd be disappointed <laughs> about it, yeah. But um, if you like that era of video games, it's like it's the most fun of that era of open world games to me. Yeah. One of the things that I think it does, uh, which could save a really... Uh, I'm not saying Saints Row is bad, but like can save a bad game or not so fun game <laughs> to play. Is the writing and the characters. Yeah. That's something that Saints Row the Third does. Because, like I said, playing it, like the controls definitely feel kind of archaic. Yeah. There's, there's no. But, yeah. but the, the story, the game, the, the, the witty comebacks and stuff, like 
all that keeps you in, so you want to keep playing. Uh, and that, you, to me at least, saves uh, many games. Yeah, when I started when I started playing it again last year initially, I forgot that there wasn't a cover system. And I was like, oh yeah, there's no cover system. Yeah, Holy you just have to run shit. and hide behind the door or something. And then, when I started playing it again last month, I was like, oh fuck, there's no cover system, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got caught. That was one of the first <clears throat> things that happened to me when I got caught in one yeah. of those like, gang areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't hide. <laughs> like, you can crouch. Like, the best you can but... do is grab someone and hold them. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's shield. the best that you can do. And that's still fun because when you're done with them, you, you can, can just toss, toss them. them. Yeah. Or you can snap their neck to finish them off or whatever. But, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, there's no cover systems. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I'm going to want to go back now and play four. Just because four is as ridiculous as three is. Four is way more ridiculous dude like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna run through this third one and then i'll play four okay yeah yeah uh, um like the story of the game is cool like johnny gat gets murdered at the beginning or you know spoilers for saints row 4 you think he gets murdered <laughs> uh and then you know it's you're quote rebuilding the saints again which is cool because now you're the boss and you have to rebuild the saints as a gang and you have to take over territories and you know fix your notoriety and make sure people like you again and by the end of the game you end up saving the city and i really like the choices you can make like there's a choice at the beginning of act one where it's like hey do i we killed the guy we came to kill do i blow up this building or do i keep it for myself and it adds to the money you accumulate mm -hmm. and you know there's a trophy for doing it one way and a trophy for doing it the other way so you make a manual save before you start the mission and you do it one way. Then you load the manual save and you do it the other way and you make that, you know, the way it is in the game. And then there's a thing in, um, at the end of the game, there's a choice you have to make. You have to have to go, you go hunt this guy down and kill this guy or you go save Shandi at the, they're, who they're going to blow up at the statue and you choose which one to do. And like, yeah, oh. you can choose to not save Shandi. And then like, everybody's like, oh man, these guys suck. Or you can choose to save Shandi and everybody's like, hey, saints, yay. <laughs> and then depending on what you choose, there's a different final, final mission. Like there's the Gangsters in Space movie one, which they ended up making an entire DLC pack, which I want to go out and play. Um, but like where you're on Mars and you're hunting down the guy you let go. And then at the end, you realize, oh, you're making the movie Gangsters in Space finally. That they keep that talking about. Yeah, no, the third one. That's third the one. end oh, of the third, third one. Third yeah. One. yeah I was like, That's and then, uh, so, but then if you choose to not save Shandi and you choose to kill the dude, then the military, the That's final right. mission is taking yeah, out okay. the military. But yeah, it's, it's such a good game. And it's one of the games that the choice, there was a lot of games at this point where it was like, choose your side and everything matters. And like, it was one of the games where like, it didn't really matter because you could just pop a manual save and then go back and do it the other yeah. way or whatever. But if you just played through the game, like if you don't kill the guy at the end of Act One, Shandi's mad at you for a little while because this is the guy that killed Johnny Gat. So she's mad at you because you didn't blow up the fucking building. And then at the end of the game, um, if you don't save Shandi, the city's still pissed at the Saints and the military tries to take you out. And you finish taking out the military and the city still doesn't like you. So like if you just play the game properly and don't save scum it like I did, 
Like it does make a difference in how the story plays out and it changes the way people feel about you. Um, and they did that by and large to make fun of all the ambiguous choice mm. that were in video games at the time. But they actually did it in a way where it did affect what happened. And I thought that was really cool at the time. To where, like I said it before, yeah. they were making fun of all the tropes in video games, but then they were still doing them, which I thought was right. really funny. It was like uh, Wayne's World. Yes, but it's the choice of a new generation. It's like, it's literally that. Yeah. Like, oh Saints God, of the Third is yeah. literally that it's scene literally in Wayne's that. World. That's funny. I don't bow down to corporate sponsorships. Pizza Hut box. The people only do these because they get paid. <laughs> that just makes me sick. <laughs> just wearing all the Reebok shit. Yeah, dude. That's Saints Row. That's the perfect That's way to Saints sum Row. Saints Row the Third. Oh, yeah. is, it is that scene, that sponsorship scene in Wayne's World. That's Saints Row the Third. Uh, funny. Yeah, we need to go back and co-op and get that platinum, dude. <laughs> go for it again. Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, you know, once I get into my normal schedule, yeah, it's just twelve to nine. I'll be able to stay up later. <laughs> yeah, cool, man. Let's go. Um, yeah, you won't be calling me at six a.m. Going, I'm up. Let's record. I'm like, no, let me, I need no later. I need to sleep. <laughs> That's I pretty funny. Like the earliness yeah oh yeah this works for sure um, um rather yeah. than sitting here at four o'clock in the middle of the dead heat yeah. yeah this definitely works or the only thing that works better than this is at night or at night yeah, yeah. when it's cooler but at night is when you get upset because then all the crickets are out and you're like who is this gonna pick up on the microphone fucking uh, killing my I've, audio I've saw, I've saw that problem <laughs> i got a fan going on over here and you can't hear it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny, man. Um, but yeah, man, that's Saints Row the Third. I love that game. I think it's, it's a great game. It's one of the best games of that generation um, of PS3, Xbox 360. And I'm glad that they did the remaster and brought it forward. Um, it just sucks. Uh, so just last week, they announced that uh, the Embracer group that bought Volition after THQ went out of business has shut down Volition because the last game didn't perform. Um, and they're trying to help the people in that company, uh, find other work, but Volition is based out of Chicago and there's not a bunch of developers in Chicago and a lot of those people live in Chicago. So it's going to be a difficult task to move them out. Um, but hopefully all those people land on their feet Hopefully, and, uh, Hopefully they go on to make better games with different companies and have a, uh, have some fun experiences for us to enjoy down the road. Uh, but yeah, pour one out for Volition. And if you haven't played Saints Row the Third, go play it. If you haven't played any yeah. Saints Row games, find a way. Xbox 360, you can still buy Saints Row 1 uh, on the store. Only until next summer when they close that store down. We need to do an episode and talk about that. Closing what store? The Xbox 360 digital store. Oh, they are? Yeah, shutting it down next summer. Wait, well, what about all the stuff people's purchased? If you've purchased it, you can still download it. But there's going to be 230-ish games that are not available anywhere else but on the Xbox 360 digital store. So if you haven't bought those games, you won't ever be able to buy those games because they're just going to be gone. Which is bullshit. Ow. 230 games it doesn't sound like a lot in the grand scheme of things but that's like that's all the xbox live arcade stuff like um some of those games did come out 
in like remastered forms on every other like shadow complex ended up coming Makes out sense. Okay. alien hominid hd is coming out um which was like the first xbox live arcade game um there's there's some games that have come out and some games that are in the works to come out but there's a lot of games that you just won't be able to buy if you didn't already buy them and it's that aren't out on any other system it's really shitty uh, and nobody's saying anything about it or complaining about it or talking about it. And I remember saying this um, a long time ago on the old podcast when some services started shutting down. And I said, this is going to happen where, where it hits us all. And we're going to be so used to it by that point that nobody's even going to complain. And here we are. Nintendo shut down the Wii U eShop and the 3DS eShop a few months ago. There's a great video by Gerard the Completionist. Go check it out where he bought every game on the eShop and archived it and gave it to the uh, Video Game History Foundation. Oh. So they have archives of all those games. Um, it's about like $23,000. Yeah. Um, so that got shut down and people were just like, okay. Um, they tried to shut down the Vita and PS3 stores last about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. And people were like, hey, you don't you fucking dare. And they Sony was like, all right, we won't yet. But now with Wii U getting shut down and Xbox 360 getting shut down, the next time Sony says we're shutting those stores down, they're going to shut them down. And it's really shitty. That's terrible. Yeah, because there's no way of archiving that stuff. And nobody's complaining about this 360 thing. It was the most popular console for most of that generation ps3 ended up outselling it towards the end but it you cannot take away the fact that in in that 10 years when people were talking about video games they would say xbox 360 xbox 360 halo 3 gears of war 1 2 and 3 like there forza motorsport forza horizon like it was you xbox 360 was ubiquitous everybody had one everybody had one there's almost 100 million units in the out in the world. Yeah, Everybody fucking had one. And that digital store is just going away. That's insane. I didn't know that. It was kind of like the PlayStation Plus price hike that Here's the PS Plus games for this month also a reason the price of PS Plus please don't read the fine print. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's and people just aren't complaining anymore and it's in a world where everybody is offended by everything and complains about everything, how are we not making a fuss about the Xbox 360 digital store shutting down? At least they've given us a year. Uh, I actually went and bought a couple things off the store. That uh-huh. Yeah, I bought the original Assassin's Creed there. there. Um, I went in a few months ago. I bought Red Dead, the first Red Dead Redemption on there so I could have that a way to play it. Um, the thing that is really a bummer is a lot of the games on 360 aren't backwards compatible on the new Xboxes. Like some of them are because of licensing. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's some old Need for Speed games for the 360 that would be that you can still you were still able to buy for a long time on 360, and if you bought them, you can download and play them. But because of car licensing deals or music licensing deals, they pull them off the store for purchase. Uh, so that's another thing that sucks. Like. There's some there's some great games from that generation that are just not accessible if you didn't already buy them. Yeah, yeah I only bought one game. <laughs> so I'm good. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. a game that I already have on every other system. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's a bummer. 
I didn't want to end the show on a bummer like that, but hey, <laughs> it came up, so why not? Um, but yeah, so go back to the original topic here. If you haven't played Saints Row the Third, please go do it. You owe it to yourself. Yes, to, definitely. To at least try it. I played that thing on so many places. I played it on PS3. I remember when uh, that on-live streaming service came out. I had the month trial, and I played through the entire game, streaming it to my computer using an Xbox controller plugged into my computer and it played on live was ahead of its time we've talked about it before that it, it fucking worked that system worked yeah. the only problem was people weren't ready for subscription services yet people weren't ready to buy games digitally that they didn't necessarily have a, a hard copy of to download because you were just streaming it so i think on live was ahead of its time and i think it probably ran so well is because there was less people attacking those servers yeah. that's probably why it was able to be served to you so well. It was during a time where they weren't sure to trust it or not. Yeah. So yeah. those who did got to benefit from it pretty right. well. So I played through it there. I bought the remaster on Switch, which isn't a remaster. It's just a port of the PS3 version. I <laughs> uh, bought and played through it on there. Then the real remaster came out on PS4, and I bought it there. And then they came out with a native PS5 version. But if you bought the PS4 version, it was a free upgrade if you wanted it. So, yeah, I've played it on PS3, a streaming service, Switch, PS4, and PS5. <laughs> like, it's one of my favorite games of all time. That's how great the game is. Yeah. Like, if somebody named Mike were to make a list of his favorite games of that generation, which he may or may not already have done on his phone, uh, Saints Row the Third is probably in that top 10, maybe even top 5. Of that generation. What generation is that? PS3 360 PS3. era? Oh. Yeah. That's a good good idea. Yeah. I may have I may have been sitting on this list for like seven years now. Who knows? Maybe Who I'll can start say? Putting something Who together. Say? <laughs> uh yeah. I hope you PS3 though, because I didn't have an Xbox until recently. Right, right. Alright, but I guess that's our show for today. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, great topic. Go play the game. Um, and thank you for all of us. No, wait, I said that wrong. Thank all of you. Thank yeah for joining us. <laughs> that, that's what I meant. Uh, um, if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, feel free to leave a comment down below. Yeah. Um, if you hate us or like us, hit the like or dislike button. That's always an option for you. Um, and share it to the people you hate. Yeah. Um, so if you're watching this all the way through, the person who sent you this hates you. But that's okay. I hate myself too. Uh, and then of course, thank you for the wonderful person who provided us this music. Yeah, No Taxes, Nigel Bravo. Check him out at Stoke Crow Comedy on Bandcamp and Twitch and anywhere uh, social media wise. Really funny dude. Uh, Absolutely. And makes great music. All the links you can find for us and for him are down below. Thank you again for watching, and we will catch you next time. Peace.